From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, April 7th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors took on criminal justice, trash, and housing at this week's meeting, though a hearing to consider a permit to convert a Willits-area motel to apartments was postponed until May 3rd. The Board approved a pre-trial pilot program to monitor people who have been booked into jail, can't afford bail, and are likely to show up to their next court date if they're released from jail. The monitoring would include a range of measures, like cell phone reminders about court dates to in-person visits by a probation officer, ankle monitors, and drug testing, so that people who've not yet been tried could stay out of jail. The probation department would receive the one-time state funds of about $406,000 to hire more personnel and buy more equipment, like ankle monitors and computers. The board already approved three more full-time employees for the probation department, and if those hires succeed, the county would have to rely partly on the general fund to pay for their ongoing employment. Mendocino County does not currently have a pretrial monitoring program, which means that often people who've been arrested wait for their court dates in jail. But last year, the Supreme Court of California decided that the state's bail system was unconstitutional because bail is set according to a county's schedule according to the crime, rather than the defendant's record or ability to pay. In 2017, Kenneth Humphrey was arrested in San Francisco for robbing an elderly man of a $5 bottle of cologne. He couldn't pay his bail, so he spent a year in jail waiting for his court date. A public defender in a civil rights group appealed his case, and now courts are supposed to consider several factors when calculating a defendant's bail. One is public safety, and another is the arrestee's ability to pay. Chief Probation Officer Eisen Locatelli told the board that the county has had a couple of short-lived pretrial programs. The most recent, which ended in 2015, included assessments, but no monitoring. Since that time, there's been no uh, pretrial release program operating in Mendocino County, and we're one of about six or seven counties that have no type of operating pretrial uh, program. So your present release options in our county, you know, obviously, Law enforcement can cite you in the field where they don't actually take you to the jail. Um, the sheriff's office themselves, while you're in the jail, can do a promise to appear and let you out to show up to court. Uh, you can post bail, most common um, way. Or once you show up at arraignment in the court, the court can release you on your own recognizance with uh, terms and conditions. You're not monitored. You're not supervised. You're out on your own recognizance, and you're supposed to follow the terms set by the court as you go through your proceedings. Locatelli can't say for sure how many people would participate in the program, though he estimated it could be 40 to 60. And he told Supervisor Glenn McGordy that the current criteria for assessing defendants is ambiguous. So Chief Locatelli, what would be the, the kind of the profile of somebody who would be a good candidate for this program? So there's obviously a lot of politics that go behind pretrial bail. Um, if people should or should not be released, socioeconomic issues. I mean, there's just a plethora of, of issues here. The candidate that you're looking at is somebody like has a minimal prior history of criminal conduct, but they've committed a felony. Bail would normally be set, say, in a felony vandalism case or a felony car theft case at fifteen dollars to $25,000. There's a bail schedule. Um, this is all pre-plea stuff, which probation is usually not involved with. Um, the DA would best answer that question. But the court essentially brings the person before them at arraignment and tries to make decisions on whether they should be released or not. Those decisions are made on the fly, a gut instinctual feeling. There's no assessment that they're they're looking at. They don't have any criminality studies except for what the DA has at that time. 
So this person would potentially with this assessment, which is on a validated assessment tool, would give the court um, a better understanding if they should be released or not on pretrial. Um, you know, $20,000 bail might be impossible for somebody to afford if they don't have a job. So you kind of want somebody who's going to be released from custody. Um, they're not there being essentially taken care of by the county. There's less liability. They're back in the community, potentially um, going back to work or contributing while they go through the, the uh, court process. Um, but you also don't want to release them with no supervision, monitoring, expectations, terms. That also doesn't warrant public safety. The board approved a memorandum of understanding with the courts to implement the program through June of 2024 and authorized the probation department to receive the funds from the state. Interim CEO Darcy Antle said the executive office is starting to prepare the budget this week and will present details at a supervisor's workshop on April 19th. On May 3rd, the board will hold a hearing regarding an appeal of a minor use permit to convert the former White Deer Lodge Motel into 21 units of affordable housing. The property, just south of Willits at the top of the grade, is owned by the Church of the Golden Rule. Julia Krog of Planning and Building signed an initial study last month declaring the department's intention to prepare a negative declaration for the project. But Joe Cooper of Redwood Valley appealed the categorical CEQA exemption, arguing that there is no proof of adequate water supply, the project does not comply with seismic laws, and that there is no proper assurance that the proposal is an affordable housing project. Proper notice was not established this week. And the board formed an ad hoc committee composed of Supervisors Maureen Mulhern and Dan Jurdy to form a pilot program to clean up illegal dumping, including issuing vouchers to people to cover their dump fees. Mendo Recycle, which has a website where residents can pinpoint the location of illegal trash, is currently looking for a new general manager. According to a presentation attached to the agenda, the agency plans to start working again with the jail and the probation department to clean up illegal dump sites. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Riley. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.